That's definitely a trick question. That's definitely a trick question. I won't stream an OnlyFans. I mean, uh, Instagram Live while we're doing this. You can if you want to. Relax. I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me. <laughs> it wouldn't bother me. The awesome Amazon Amanda. So, she's getting her her Instagram Live all set Not up. Live. They're after, like, what, what? after we had already, uh, <laughs> we just got done our session. And she proved once and for all, I'm CBT. I'm I am not an expert. I'm not the. I am not good at that at all. It's okay. Most people aren't. <laughs> but I like to try everybody. You yes yes, you tried and and, and quickly showed. Um, that is not. That is not my uh, expertise. So, I love that yours is audio, but mine's visual. So I gotta like try like a little purdy. Oh okay okay. <laughs> <laughs> no getting the hair all down and everything. Gotta be serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check connection. All right, people. Instead of a lunchtime live, excuse me, we're ending the video because... Why are you ending the video? Because you didn't let me do my, my catfish filter. Do you have a catfish <laughs> filter? No. That's your go-to filter? So Amazon Amanda, for those listening, is getting her Instagram live ready. Since I have to keep the audio part good oh, while she gets sorry, the video sorry. part. Keep it going it's so okay. it doesn't die. You know, make me sound good while I'm like getting yeah. shit together. So I just had a session with Amazon Amanda. This is D-Rock. And also, this is my first live podcast with a guest. So this is big for the After Hour Sessions podcast. We just had a session. Um, awesome face sitting session. CBT, Amazon Amanda was awesome. I was not. I did not. Uh, I, it was not your boy's best work. I'll say you that. Did good though. You I tried. Good. I tried. It tried. Hey, when you go years and years of it's just that natural instinct to like play defense in that area, it's kind of hard to break it. It's hard to break it. But I figured if there's a person to try to see my limits with. It's the amazing Amazon Amanda. Now, my limits are very small, pretty much none, because I could not <laughs> handle anything. So uh, You did good, but hey, it was better than last time. It was, it was. Well, this was our first non-oil. I, which I thank you because that shit gets in places it should not get. Well, yeah, and I was like, you know, <laughs> it, it, it would have been hours and hours to get ready for that and then the podcast. So It, it takes about four showers. It really kind of does. It's, it's yeah. definitely multiple. Because it yeah. melts and then it gets into other rolls, other crevices, other. And just when you thought you got it, you find some. Blood. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's like, because yeah. it's like you take that instant shower and it's like, okay. all right, okay. And then you get out and you're like, nope. did I just shower? Did it? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm wet. I'm still sliding. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. A lot of times it'll be like, I'll be driving home, you know, because like, usually like, People get the hotels by the airport, yeah. and then it's just like, oh, Ooh. like you're in the drive. Like I'm like, what when, is? When you can walk, and your cheeks are just yeah, like lighting. yeah, yeah. It's a it's an interesting walk to the elevator. Always, <laughs> I'm like, okay. If someone's looking at you, how you doing? I'm like, you okay, do yeah. And you're like trying to stretch out to like mm-hmm. spread them. They're like, oh man, boxers <laughs> yeah. are getting caught in here. Yeah. So, but how are you? I am doing great. Okay, okay. Even better now. How are your nipples? They're good. They're good. They're good. See, look at that. See? She's taking care of... You guys can't see, but she's... 
That's tender love and care. That's TLC. She's like, let me see how the victim is after. She's making gave a good massage to the nipple to make sure it's no, still I there. I was trying to pinch it. Again. I know, I know. Like I was trying to I was trying to <laughs> see these layers coming. This one time where wintertime comes in handy, we're wearing layers to protect your, your sensitive nipples. But okay, let let the yes. let the session after our session listener know how how was I as a a sessioner? We're, we're one to ten, honest. A lot of fun. Personality ten. Look at that. CBT, one. <laughs> Nipple torture, four. Four, okay, I'll take it. I'll take a four. Tickling, you had some ninja kung fu moves going on. <laughs> Boob smothering, definitely nine, ten. Wow. You could take that. Look at that. Yeah, you did good. Okay, okay. That's... CBT, gotta work on that. That's, that's <laughs> one, yeah, I don't... You had ninja hands. I did, I did, I did. I... I didn't even know I had those, but um, when you neither did I. But they came out. They did. Hey, you tried. You tried to sit on them and try to do everything, but no, no, no. So this has been awesome because I I want to say this is our fourth or fifth session. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people the story of <laughs> I've said it on this show, but I get to say it to you. The first time I saw you, and it was we're going on. It's gonna sound crazy. It's going on ten years wow. this fall. That was the oh. first time. I checked the email, my old email, to see it. Oh wow! And I tell people all the time, and I'm gonna say this to you. I'm gonna apologize because I lied to you. <laughs> I lied to you that first <laughs> time because I was like, okay. Usually, I love lifting carry, uh-huh. and I always lift the session wrestler. Like, oh, a little twist on it. But then I'm like, this time, I'm like, you're, you're probably the only person who maybe could lift me. So I like emailed you like the day of, and we were like, you were like, hey, I'm in this room, uh-huh. all that stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I like lifting carry. And you're like, usually the limit's like 220 or 225, yeah. you had said. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. So when I get to like your room like that night, I was like, you were like, hey, and you were in heels, so you yeah. were 6'9". Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. And we were talking, and I'm like, you're like, yeah, my, uh, my back kind of hurts a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, but that's good because you probably couldn't lift me anyway. Oh, check my ego. And I was trying to like, do, I did it on purpose. I was trying to like give it, give it to you a little bit, like, haha. But I didn't think you would do it. I'm like, this is just me teasing. So you're like, oh, really? You go, well, how much do you weigh? And this is where the lie came in. At the time, I weighed 280. I said 260. <laughs> Cause I was, and you people wonder why I don't do lift and carry anymore. And you did it. You did the cradle lift to carry. You nailed it. And I was like, whoa, with the bad back and everything. And in heels. And in heels. And I lied. So That's great. Ten years later, I'm letting you know. I apologize. I hope your back healed because I'm like, I'm doing damage. I was like... Oh, that's awesome. But in my mind, I was like, she could have said no, too. But I'm like, whoa, she did it. I had an ego. <laughs> I got her in check real quick. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it. Before we got the I was like, whoa. Dude. And that had never happened to me. That's still the only time I've ever been, like, lifted in a session. Dang, really? Yeah. Go me. Go Look me. at you. Impressive. Ooh. I love stories like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay that you are. <laughs> I thank you for forgiving me. But 
I think it was cool. Like every time I love, and people don't always get it, but I I hope it comes out in the podcast. Like I love actual like the sessions when I get to meet with somebody, but I also mm-hmm. love like the stories, the conversation part because yeah. it's cool to like connect. Like it really is, but not everybody enjoys that. Yeah. So when you meet someone that like enjoys talking and stories and sharing, oh my god, it's awesome. But you also got to respect the ones that I'm here for my experience. I just want to experience my fetish, my fantasy, get in, get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you got like both sides of the coin. You know where I first realized that was, um, it's been a little bit because of the pandemic, but I, I am a fan of massages. And I find that like interesting, like people like massage therapists, like working out like different kinks and everything. So I remember this one place I was like going to. And I'm talking people legit must not not happy ending <laughs> places. Massage on. Envy, so wink, it's wink. a legit company. <laughs> so if anyone I knew for those seconds, people were probably like, Oh, where's this going? Get your minds out the gutter. That's not what I mean here. Not don't for this not for the, I don't mind giving you the gutter stories, but not right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got them. Yeah, we have plenty of them. But they were um the one massage therapist and I connected like really cool, like and she would, we would talk the whole like hour, hour and a half se- oh, session. Oh no! See, when I go in for a massage, I want. And that was the difference. <laughs> a buddy of mine was like, "I kind of want to get him." Where do you? I go. I go here and talk to. I'll make up a name. I forget her name now. Yeah. Sorry, Angel. Kathleen. Yeah, Angel. Yeah. Angel. He's like, okay. So he went. He was like, "I'm like, how was it?" He's like, "Good, but uh." She talked the whole time. She was pretty chatty. <laughs> pretty chatty, D. And I go, "Oh yeah, that's what. That's yeah. what. Yeah, she's cool, right?" It no. wasn't about that. She was cool and nice, but like... I want to be in my zen Yeah, zone. I kind of wanted to chill, and she kept asking questions. Like, and I ah, go... <laughs> right. I was like, oh. Oh, you're one of those. I was like, I get it now. So, it's good to know that... I didn't think about that. There's sessioners who are... Yeah, and I'm the same way. When I'm in a massage, you can say, hello, where do I want to focus on? And then, shh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens? Because there's sometimes I'm like that. Usually, I just kind of start fading out, and then the snoring. Only when you're hyperventilating as I'm going for the nipples again. <laughs> That's what you like that? And you're like. <laughs> well, I didn't want to be too loud. I appreciate that with housekeeping in the hallway. Housekeeping was right in the hallway. Mm. Right in the hallway. So, one thing I remember is, yeah. this is what you told me, that... <laughs> You had never been asked to do oil wrestling, yeah. Until so, like that's that made me feel proud. I was like, okay, like because I always try to think of things that are like within the boundaries, but like it's different. It's a unique yeah. experience. So I was like, that's I always took that like as that a badge was, of honor. That was so fun, but li- it's a queen bed that I'm sure was a double because we took up that entire bed. There wasn't much room left. <laughs> And that was a lot of oil. <laughs> well, I mean, the people can't see, but tell them I'm no, uh, I'm no dainty flower here. I'm, I'm, I got some size, some, some girth with me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, yeah, I'm. I, it was, it was like I worry about myself. I was like, man, I'm, I'm a big dude. It, it, it was, it was, it was nice to be embraced by you because usually oh. it's like, it's like I have to like kind of watch it because I'm like, no, I know my strengths. But other sessions, I'm like, I know I'm not gonna like. It's like, I know how to, like, lift and be gentle. But I was like, okay, I know you were like... I want to be I the spinner. It. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it was nice. It was nice. So I, I understood what everyone else kind of went through. But um, no, that's cool. So like, what are some other stories of like unique type of sessions you've had or request, I guess? Oh my gosh. There's so many. Like, honestly, people ask me, what is the weirdest, strangest session? There's nothing strange or weird anymore. Like, it's just all normal. (laughs) (laughs) And then I realized, like, wow, my my perception of normal is my own. Because when you talk to vanilla friends, they're like, (gasps) did what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then I realized like how many uh, you want to say quirky words I say during the session. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want a little boop boop, a little bop bop. You want a little beep. <laughs> you do have a lot of like yeah, sound effects, kind of like John Madden. You know, the boop, the bop, the boop, the boop, boop. It's like wait, what? And then you have to put like you know little er er. I didn't think about it that way. You're like John Madden. You got the and then boom, he goes up the middle and boom, 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 boom. Like, you might look back and a little beam and a little. <laughs> That's what it was. It was. He had the Jaws theme song going no, too. No, no. no. <laughs> but no, because it's like I mean everything from the face sitting, height size comparisons, lift carrying, smothering, trampling, foot worship, domination, role play, small penis humiliation, over the knee spanking. Trampling, wrestling, yeah. 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 No lifting carries anymore. I took those, I retired those. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm just glad I wasn't one of the reasons why you retired them. I would have felt bad. And it's so funny because, like, I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years. And you guys, but I'm not lifting carries. I'm like, well, did you book a session? No. (laughs) Did you want to book a session? No. What's the problem? Right, what's going on? But I want lift and carry. Oh, oh, okay. Am I missing the disconnect here? <laughs> you want lift and carry, but you're not going to see me. No plans to see me. So tell what me. am I missing here? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what? Let me ask you though. Twenty years. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's awesome. You know, it's amazing, and it's gone by so fast. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Like, I remember standing in my kitchen telling my mom. <laughs> so, for for those of you that, you know, have never known life outside the internet, there was a time pre-Google. Mm-hmm. There was a time pre-internet. And when, and it's funny because I joke with Michaela, we're like, thank God we came, we started at the beginning of the internet. But imagine standing in your kitchen telling your mom, so I think I'm going to fly to Vegas and shoot with this guy that I've never met and I've never seen, and I'm going to start a website. <laughs> my mom, chillest, coolest person on earth, hands down. She's like, okay. Wow, okay. <laughs> Be safe. All right, mom. <laughs> and I was like, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a year, see how it goes. And then like three months, I'm in Japan. Next year, I'm in Europe. I'm like, Wow. Kind of haven't looked back since, and each year, like, you know, and then I really felt like with the pandemic, everything, you know, because for the first six months, no traveling, no sessions, like it was, like, wow, this is, because I'd focused so much on in person mm-hmm. that I really hadn't put much effort into, you know, online or sites, because it's like, and now you had to revert back to more online, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, like, well, maybe this is where, you know, 
is everything going to slowly taper off and then like move on to something else? And I honestly am busier now than wow. I was pre-pandemic, which I really think it's people going, life is short. Yes. Finding out what they enjoy and fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then realizing it's like, if not now, when? Right. So it's like, and then realizing like it, a lot of aha moments happened during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> now, did that kind of like, I guess, <clears throat> reinvigorate this, like this passion, like the pandemic in a way, like a positive, like you kind of like got like a, a new, like. I guess like a new like zest, like a second wind, kind of, because like I'm on my fifth wind. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but okay. I mean, and it's so funny because, you know, you do you go through spells where you're like, okay, I'm not going to tour as much, you know, I want to take a break, and it's funny because I never post it on. So many people feel the need to post everything on social media, and it's like, why? <laughs> You know, I'm hey, everybody unique to themselves, do your thing, boo. But my my personal pet peeve is I have a hangnail. I can't work today. But here's my GoFundMe, my Cash Apps, my tips, my Venmo and thing. And yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, suck it up. What else like Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, it's the it's just a different mentality and so no, like when I'm taking a break I don't publicize it. I mean, because you're still posting, you're still putting stuff out there. I'm just not on tour. Right. Or, you know, okay, you know, I'm gonna, like, I'll do several tours back to back to back, and then I'll take a week, and I won't reply to emails, and I won't, but I don't post it like, <gasps> I'm having a me moment. Like, oh, right, right. I have those all the time. <laughs> I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, where you just gotta kind of take a break, like, okay, am I ready to move on? No. <laughs> Man. Now, so, oh, go ahead. Go oh, no, ahead. that's it. Now, uh, Michaela Miles has been, she's been on this show yeah. twice. Love her. And I was on, I was a guest on her podcast, uh-huh. and we're looking to me to come back on there again. So now, did you two start? Like, when did you two, like, no, meet? No, she actually has been doing this a um, couple years more than me. Okay. Um, the first time I met her, oh, my God, it's so funny, was at the first Amazon Fest. Oh. we ever had in Vegas. I remember she walked over with a group of the guys from, there's like the Arnold Classic or something going on. Now, she'd already messaged me like on Yahoo. It's like, hi, I'm Hayes Michaela. If you need anything, welcome to the Amazon scene. If you need anything, I'm like, who this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know you from Adam, whatever. But then, you know, we kind of talk a little bit. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're pretty cool. And then... um I met her and was like, oh, instant hit it off, friends. And like, can I lift you? <laughs> so there's actually a picture of like me lifting Michaela, like, wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and it's like 20 years since. No, she's one of the coolest. One of my favorite people to talk to, Michaela Miles. Oh, she's yeah, awesome. She will, she will go deep. She'll, it's all, yeah. If you get a chance, definitely everyone should have a talk with her. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, like I said, I've, two episodes she's been on i've been on her show and I'm looking to do it again or i mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sometimes i'm like i'll just talk to you on the phone like yeah. i just love talking with you like you're so cool like i'm like we can record it that's great too but if yeah. you didn't want to she's like i don't feel like recording cool yeah let's just talk like she's so awesome because i mean you're gonna you meet people where it's so superficial 
Right. And it's so like, hi, how's the weather? How's your day? But they don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? But they don't really care. What are your plans? I'm not listening. And then it's like people like her that actually ask questions and want to know and like, okay, what, who, what, when, where, why, how, and yeah. It's becoming a lost. A lost art. Yeah. Of like, communication. Because you're right. Those, those like, like, what are you doing doesn't mean, well, what are you doing right now? It just means I want to talk about my thing. So yeah. are you like in a real like urgent thing where I can't because I want to go talk about my thing yeah. or ask you to do a favor or something. It's just like yeah. that lead way to something yes. or, oh or how God. are you? It's just hello, really. Yeah, it means I'm just asking for social graces, but I don't really mean it. Yeah. And you see the look on my face? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to I used to get caught up with that because. People are like, how you doing? Well, you know, it's kind of been a crazy... And you see the face, uh, like, like, confused. I didn't mean it. They were like, wait, like, <laughs> what? Like, I was walking by you. I had to, like, stop and, like, talk. I was like... And it was funny because um, I just went to dinner with another model, and our waitress kept coming by and saying, oh, I've been better. And it's like, you know, you know, they're just waiting for someone else. Oh, really? Well, what's going mm-hmm. on? Uh-uh. I am there to eat. Right. I do not want to be a therapist. I don't want to be a counselor. I just want to eat. And the, but yeah, she did that to our table like several times and everybody near us were just like, I mean, and it's sad because you can tell she was just waiting for someone to ask so she could expound. But I'm like, there's a time and a place. Not over my dinner. Not over the dinner. <laughs> not over the not dinner. Not if you're my guest. If you're my guest, that's one thing. But if you're like, bring me a drink. Anyways, that's not very nice. But. <laughs> no, no, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the honest, like, sometimes we need, you know, I used to struggle with that because I'd be like, oh, man, like, I'm really tired. I'm drained. It's been whatever going on in my life. But then this person, stranger, wants to yeah. talk, and I'd be like, fine, let me listen because I don't want to be a jerk. But, but have sometimes. You heard, have you heard the spoons, the spoons reference? No, what's the spoon reference? Oh, my gosh. So I had a friend explain it to me because it's, when you only have so much you can deal with, so you have 21 spoons. Okay. To get out of bed is a spoon. Yes. To fix breakfast is a spoon. True. To go to work, three spoons. Yeah. <laughs> so with all these things like, okay, taking care of the kids, more, got an important thing, that's so many spoons. So at the end of the day, you only have two spoons left. I can either talk to this person on the phone, that'll take two spoons and I'm done for the night, or I can have dinner and time with my family. Yeah. So at the end of the night, you're out of spoons. So it's that how you allocate. So it got to where I would ask her, how are your spoons? Don't have many spoons. I'll catch you later. <laughs> are you good if I borrow that? I like that. Go that, for it. That's really good. Because it it's like, it really helped put in perspective on, okay, when you, because some people don't understand, I have a lot on my plate. But they can understand, Look, I got so much shit to do, and I got three spoons left, <laughs> mm-hmm. which means I'm not going to get something done. And which is kind of like a prioritization. And I was like, visually wise, visually, visual, visually, I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I really, I'm not even just saying. I really like that. I'm going to use that for myself, like to, when I to say to other people, but also. Um, I'm going to be honest and real um, with the listeners with you. It's a surprise. D-Rock's not perfect here. 
You know, I know. Yeah, you can't take keywords. <laughs> exactly, <yet>. exactly, <laughs> exactly. But the, I was, that's a, <laughs> You tried. You tried. Though. I tried. But, you know, I, I know in my past with, like, friendships, relationships, um, I think because I always was, like, the listener. Mm-hmm. So when I wanted to either just check in and have a conversation and say, how you doing, or um, just kind of wanted to hear, have people hear me, and I'm not saying I was always wrong. Some people just, hey, that was jerky, like the way, because there's a way you go about it. Yeah. But I struggled sometimes where I'm like, man, I don't go to you often, but now I'm going to yeah, you. Yeah, it's like, I need, yeah, but, I need you to listen. I need validation. And just don't even have to reply with like, okay, I'm going to solve your, because I don't need you to solve my right. issues. I just need you to listen. But maybe sometimes they, they, they had one, they had no spoons They had left. no spoons. And it's a way to like, <laughs> And I've, you know, through things, I've I've gotten better with, because it used to like take it personally. Yeah, I used to, used to bother me because yeah. I'm like, man, I'm, I show up, and you don't do it for tit for tat, but I'm like, well, I show up for but you. I, I subconsciously take record. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I think I should stop saying it because it's like it's like when I do something, I mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not thinking, well, you owe me one. Yeah, no. But when I get burned or like I feel like disappointed, oh, yeah. the memory is sharp. Is right there, like I don't remember. you remember March third, two thousand thirteen, and I seventeen, you, and, and nineteen. I helped you move, and you talked to me for hours about that situation, and you didn't care that I had work the next yeah. day. You were off the next day, yeah. And boo, 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 but boo, I boo, had boo. to work at six uh, in the morning. They're yeah. like, they're like, you remember what? I don't. Who, who? Mm. I go, no, I remember. You had a green shirt, <laughs> and you had, duh, 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 yes. and we were on the phone. I remember because I was walking uh-huh. around the neighborhood. It was seasonably really like weirdly warm that day. It shouldn't have been. I, uh, you know, and they're yeah. like, wow. They're like. I guess you were, you're right. I can't argue. You got the, the weather. I go, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah I it got comes it. out. It comes out. <laughs> but yeah, no, it comes in, it comes in handy to go, just use. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Or is it, or the meme, is it a Bones or No Bones Day? <laughs> Have you seen that I've one? I've seen day? that one. Yeah. That was good. It's a No Bones Day. <laughs> I tell you, I think you're right, though. Like, the pandemic has kind of, it, it's, it's awakened. A lot of like, hey, life is short. Do also for me, it's awaken that, or it's just like, you know what, I'm just tired, and it's a day off or whatever, and it's like, all right, you know, usually you're like, it's my day off, but I gotta let me get all these errands and mm-hmm. let me do this, and it's like, you know what, no, I uh-uh. I'm tired. I'm staying in bed till noon. I have taken a lot more naps. Yeah, like, I already loved naps, but now more so, it's like mentally, emotionally, physically. I'm totally fine with checking out and just taking a day. Yeah. Like, and especially more so, like, people are more, I find during sessions they share more. And it's the, which is great. It's awesome because it's a safe space. But I'm also, I'm not a certified counselor. Oh. oh. <laughs> so it also is draining on me as well. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just here to sit and crush the shit out of you. Okay. <laughs> Look, this is what I'm qualified for. <laughs> you know what? That's true. I didn't think about that. I think, because I think, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, like, mm-hmm. like when you and I talk, it's not like, let me unload this on the, it's just oh, like no, a back and forth. Talking. Yeah. But then I never thought about, like, some people are like. I am the therapist. Right. They don't go out. They don't. And they don't the, do this. This is a hidden and, lifestyle. And you get, we hear it a lot, a lot of sessioners. Um marital issues relationship mm. issues yeah. they don't know they don't understand they judge me they this and it's like but because of the pandemic again 
has brought that to light. Like, life is too short. Why am I with someone who, if I love a woman of size, why am I with a size four? Right, right. When it's the, when you know physically, like, like it's just not checking the boxes. Like, they can be your best friend. They can be the best conversationer. But when it's not clicking in your mind, your body, like, so it it's really had a lot of effect on relationships too. Pandemic. Yeah, I didn't think I I it's I kind of wondered, but I never even thought about it because even like doing the podcast since August of twenty twenty, people mm-hmm. have emailed and talked about that and asked questions, and that's just me. I'm just hosting the podcast and a fan and someone who loves this, mm-hmm. but someone who like these actual sessioners, I didn't think about. Yeah, they. Maybe not even on purpose, but they just unload and, like, want to go well, and say these things. Yeah, and it's not so much unloading, but it's, like, expressing those issues or concerns. Like, right. This is, I mean, no, oh, God, we get asked all, well, I get asked all the time, how can I introduce this to X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z? Yep, yep. How can I ask my wife to blah, blah, blah? I'm like, hold up. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> if you've been married for how many years and you haven't once broached the subject of, Hey, honey, I really love it if you'd sit on my face. Mm-hmm. You got some bigger issues. Exactly. <laughs> like communication issues. <laughs> and yeah, and that's the thing too, because then it's like, well, now you you kind of I don't want to say you lose the moral ground, but like they have you on well, twenty years of lying to me. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, I can't. Well, what else are you lying to me about? Right. Like how you're not. But I've also seen it go ba- go both ways. When one, it opened up a relationship. Another was like, that's disgusting. I don't know who you are anymore. Like, dude, did she really even love you in the first place? Yeah, yeah. It's like, because you've got, you know, the whole, you you take the person, the good, the bad, the dark, the ugly, the light, the bright, the everything. And because none of us are perfect. All of us have our little dark, like, Excuse me, why are you laughing like that when I go, oh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it's flashing back to our <laughs> session. I really like to flick balls and flick nipples. <laughs> Boy, and the thing is, the thing is, you have, it, I think because the oil was like so fun for you and different. <laughs> Because you flicked a little bit, but you weren't ever that focused on it. You were just like, splish, splashing, woo. And so that's why it's like, I thought I could. Because I'm like, yeah, you flicked me before. And then when it was like the folk, I was like, oh, this is different. I was like, I'm not ready for this. I was, because usually you're just like, wee, wee. And then it's like a good time. And then today it was. This was still a good time. This was a great time. This was always a great time. But that, like. I was like, I I underestimated. And the thing is, it's like, why did I? Because I've been following you for a long time. I know I've seen you do this. I've seen you do this it. This should not surprise you. It shouldn't have, yet it did. Like I said to you, I blame the pandemic. Yes. I blame the pandemic because it just got, you know, I went, I went a good, I went a good, like, 16 months, no session. You know, doing from twenty twenty and all this yeah. stuff. So you were actually around my before pre pandemic my session. Yeah, you were doing doubles with Gia. Yeah, and so <laughs> I saw Gia and we did oil wrestling that night. Excuse me. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Hold uh, up. What did What did you just say? Uh. Um. I I saw you were doing doubles with Gia. Mm hmm. 
But you booked a solo. I. Uh huh. See, I'm like, choose your words wisely. See, okay, for Amanda <laughs> and after our sessions, listeners, what it was was I was in a giving mood, and we had had amazing experiences with the oil wrestling, and I thought that's so selfish of me to just do this with Amanda and not with Gia and not let her experience this too. Two and, on one. Two on one. And I it thought, I'm like, Amanda has a big heart. She's so kind. She would want Gia to fully get this experience. I do. And I'm like, she's, she would want to sacrifice and let her have this experience. So deep right So now. it was just like, inner, I just, I read your, I could feel, we were connected on that. Let Gia have this experience. This is so deep. Let this her have is it. So deep. <laughs> I can talk my way out of stuff when I I usually am bad at it, but I'm I'm good today. No, but Gia's awesome and that I oh my god, I can only imagine how that went. That was fun. That was awesome. That was that was I have seen her kick grown ass man's ass mm-hmm. full on competitive wrestling. Yeah. And come out the victor. I was like, I, I I'm impressed. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah. She's awesome, and it's always interesting, like, uh, because on both, I think for me more on as the, I guess, the, uh, the, the, the person, the, the fan coming to, for the session mm-hmm. of, I get, I can understand, like, the session wrestlers sometimes, not a lot of, but I understand some, because some do say, like, yeah, I offer competitive, or I like it yeah. more competitive. I don't get it as the guy coming to it. Why they want to cook? Because to me, I'm like, why don't you go to an MMA gym or BJJ? Oh no, no, no! These are my experience with guys that want the full-on competitive. Are um, not all, but the majority mm-hmm. have had issues with women. Oh, they have egos. Mm-hmm. They have the mindset from the I'm a college athlete. I'm a professional athlete. I'm a rah, rah. No woman's going to beat me. No. It's like, you think you're big and strong and tough and oh, I'm going to put you in your place. And like, Wow, okay. So those were my not-so-pleasant experiences. Right, right. And even when I first started, I was like, only semi-competitive. But then they would, well, they're still losing, but they don't want to lose. So then they would up it. But then you up it, and like, it gets out of hand. Yeah. And I'm just like, nope, someone's going to get hurt. That's That's not cool. Um, I'm like, and honestly, I don't have an ego to prove, like, okay, you're a 6'5", 300-pound dude. Okay, you win. Mm -hmm. But I want to show you I can win. Like, I don't need that validation. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, this is not fun for me. Right. And it's like, like, I'm not a trained wrestler. I don't do all the, you know, the little little holds. And, like, don't get me wrong. I grew up watching the, you know, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. People, that's fucking fake. <laughs> Newsflash. <laughs> For those listening, just like Santa Claus, I'm sorry if you had to hear it here no, first. No, no, you take that back. <laughs> I take it back. You take that back. We'll edit that part out. But, yeah, it's the truth, though. Like, I um, I always look at it like this, right? Like, when I meet people who are like that, like guys... And there's some people who get offended. I've seen both ways, honestly. Yeah. Because I've, I've been around guys who are fighters, mm-hmm. and then, like, fans who don't know anything go up and, like, you know. You're nothing. You, you think you could take me? And the guy's like, the guy's a pro. He's like, come on, man, leave it alone. And yeah. again, the guy's like, you think you can? And he's like, well, yeah. yeah. And goes, you think you could take me? What is that? And I'm thinking, like, that's his job. And I'm like, yeah. 
what do you that be that's a problem then if you off the street you've never fought can beat a professional yeah. then I'm looking at the pro like what that's yeah. weird yeah. I'm like just like on my job and you've never done anything near it you shouldn't come in day one and be better at my job I've done for a decade than me that's a problem like and there's no ego with it it's just like yeah you shouldn't be better at this if you don't do it like you know what I mean like maybe go to a doctor what you think you think you can do this better? You think you know the medical field better yeah. than me? Well, I've went to medical Excuse school. Excuse me. Uh-uh. I've met full-blown doctors on Twitter because they say so. <laughs> <laughs> well, WebMD is made as all doctors. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. It's, so wrestling was always just one of those like, I can, I love fantasy and I love the semi-competitive. Semi-competitive is look. I'm just going to toss you down and straddle you and pin you. One, mm-hmm. two, three. Right, I'm in. right, right. And then, but when I get the ones, well, what's the difference between semi-competitive and fantasy? Okay, hold up. If I have to explain the difference to you, we're just not going to go ahead with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> because, because oh my, I'll totally straight honest. Um, I actually had a session with. He was a college wrestling coach. Oh wow! He goes, you'd be amazing. You'd be like, I don't want to be amazing at wrestling. He wants you like... Oh, yeah, no, full on do... And he goes, okay, we'll tell you what. Let's do the session where I'm going to walk you through some moves and then we'll wrestle for half an hour using those moves. I have never been so freaking sore in my life. Oh, you actually did it. <laughs> oh, I didn't think... I thought you were going to say you were like, no. No, I was like, well, because I'm curious on what the holds and everything. Like, He goes, okay, well, this is the camel clutch and this is this. And then I'm like... My body was in positions it was never made to go in. Wow. Um, and literally for like three days afterwards, I'm like, uh-uh, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you'd be so good. I'm like, I don't want to be good. Like, yeah, that was never my... So when you get guys like, um, can I bring my mats? Hold up. <laughs> oh, they're offering to bring the mats. Wow. No. One, discretion. <laughs> Discreet. Let's try to do this. Discreet, people. Yeah. Do, no, that's a long way down. I am not doing nothing on no like uh uh-uh. uh. Um, so yeah, that that was that was. <laughs> I still think of that. And I remember the pain. Nope. Wow. Mm-hmm. Much respect to wrestlers, but not. My oh cup, yeah, my, no, not I, my cup of tea. I I think yeah, amateur wrestling is like the the toughest sport. Like, like I really do. Like it it, it is a grind. And as someone who's a fan of it, like as I got older, I'm like, man. I, Part of me's like, I wish every school I went to never had a wrestling team. And part of me's like, man, I wish I went to a school that had one. And then I'm like, who am I kidding? See, I was before the whole women can take part in male sports. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was... Girls on the footballs? What? <laughs> that came af- right after I graduated. Okay. Well, let me ask you something. You yes. said something earlier. You How chill your mom... And like so, for the, so now were you nervous telling her? Like no. that one time, so you were pretty. No, in fact, so it's so funny. Like, uh, my mom's literally my best friend. Yeah, it's she awesome. knows everything, and like I'm actually meeting up with her in Vegas, and she's traveled with me and stuff. I showed her my one of my first sets of face sitting. No lie, she tipped her head, tipped it the other. I don't get it. <laughs> 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 I'm like, it's face sitting, mom. <laughs> She's like, whatever. <laughs> Just chill. So, 
And then, um, yeah, she's like, help me take pictures. Like, we're doing some crush content, like cupcakes and shit. And then my, bro- my brother's doing a blow-to-pop video. I'm like, Chris, I, I need you to film this. <laughs> and I'm like, my, my dad goes, uh. <laughs> I'm like, I'll pay for your therapy bills later. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he's filming. My mom's in the kitchen. I'm like, blow this huge balloon. It pops. She screams. It's a video! <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's funny because it's, like, my whole family knows what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cute because it wasn't, like, it's one of those where they know, but we don't, it's not like, you don't talk talked about, about it. it every single time right. we get together. In fact, some of my, like, more, I thought, more conservative cousins, um, it was really cute. We were together for somebody's birthday or something. And they're like, Amanda, can I get a picture with you? And I'm like, of me lifting him? I'm like, wait, what? Oh, and your cousins? <laughs> yes. Wow. He goes, well, I got to thank you. I'm like, what? Because he's in the military. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so some guys were talking about your Tosh.0 episode. And like, oh, God, Amazon, Amanda, I want it. He's like, yeah, it's my cousin. What? Wow. No way. He's like, yep, my cousin. It's like, no. So pulls up my personal Facebook page. What? He goes, I got so many favors. That's so crazy. And I'm like, what? So then my other cousins, they're like, I you know, really don't talk to them much. They're like, oh my God, in that episode, it was so, and you really, I'm like, I didn't think you people even knew what I did. But so glad to know you're like, <laughs> that is insane. So yeah, I was like, was that nice. was that episode like a boom? Was it like before Tosh Point oh, people didn't really recognize you, and then afterwards, like a lot of people recognized you, kind of like more mainstream vanilla people mm-hmm. would recognize, and then it was like oh, I saw you on Tosh. Still don't know what you do, but I saw you on Tosh. Yeah, it was different because I have been following you for years, I, and I didn't know you did that. Until it was like years later, someone like in the session world like referenced that you did that, and I was like, oh, I was like, because I knew Tosh, like I wasn't like yeah. like you know, so I'm like he was okay, like but I knew the show was big, and yeah. I was like, oh, because it's always interesting to see when sessions or you know, all kind of fetish and king when it goes Crosses like over. yeah mainstream yeah. and it's like, you know, it's kind of like. A little exciting, but also worrisome because it's like, are they going to do gonna it? Portrayed? Exactly. And it was. I had that issue. Like when they first approached me, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it said, "We'd love you to be on the top. This is, you know, the producer, one of the producers for Tosh Point and we'd love you to be on the show. Blah blah blah. Um, not as a redemption. I'm like, what do you mean not as a what? What? I'm like, oh, now I know. Not as a web redemption. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, okay. And then it didn't work out. They're like, I was in Idaho. They're in California. Right. Um, it's like, okay, well, logistics-wise. And then it was, hey, I'm going to be coming through on tour. Oh, that'd be great. What day? Da, da, da. I'm like, okay. Now, here's me thinking it's a TV show. Um, great. They're going to do hair and makeup. Awesome. I'm thinking this. I get to the office. Like, okay, well, you can change in there, and we're going to start filming in 10. Wow. I came straight from my hotel with like wild hair straight from the shower. <laughs> so my hair is like naturally curly. Um, looked like I was in a wind tunnel. No man was like, 
Hold up, 10 minutes to get changed, dress, hair, makeup, but, but, what, what, huh? <laughs> it was just like, boom. Straight into it. Um, and they, kept, they cut out a couple of segments that we did. And I still don't know whose car that was that we dented. So <laughs> if you're listening, so sorry. <laughs> was not planned. <laughs> yeah. How was how was Daniel Tosh? How was he? Um, totally total business. Oh really? Like it was from the get go. Okay, like his little team was around him, and then when you do the interview, you're literally sitting like this far away, like three or four feet. Oh, on it's the couch. that close. He's on a chair. There's a table of like ten to twelve of his people. So they'd ask questions, I'd answer, he'd ask a question, I'd answer, and then at the end, they'd mishmash it in for me to uh, interview. Okay, okay. That's, so, man, that and that was a big thing. Like, I remember that, like, because I, I came on um, the podcast Sex with Emily. This had to be about 2016, I want to think. But like a big podcast, like, a, she's a sex therapist. Yeah. And I remember... Um, I just was like listening. I like listening to sex podcast, yeah. and you know, I always loved the conversation, learning, mm-hmm. and like always did. So I remember just writing like email. You have any questions, your suggestions, or talk. So I was like, hey, you guys talk about session wrestling. Like I, you know, most people don't. Yeah. And I was wondering if you, you would want to, you know, take care. Then all of a sudden, I get this email. This is producer so and so. Uh, we like to talk. Emily is wondering what this is and blah, blah, blah. Would you really want to come on? And here's a form. And I go, I just thought, I figured, it always amazes me that so many people don't know what this is. Yeah. Or it's like they, they confuse sessions with prostitution. Yeah. And it's like, it's two totally different things. There's like, you know, there's no nudity, no sex, no release. Now that's just for me. But I know there are some session right. providers that do offer more. But yeah, it's knowing who you're seeing, what's provided, what, like, just do your homework, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, surprise! Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But I was able to go on there and talk about it, and uh, um, and that was that was fun. But it was it was just like even now, like, and I was going to ask like Vanilla Friends, mm-hmm. because that was always a thing for me, and I think over the past few years, it's been like, whatever. Like, to me, it's just more like, if I if I don't tell you, it's because, like, it's none of your business, and not like it's a shame thing. It's yeah. just like, we're not cool enough for you to even mm-hmm. know that, or like, I don't trust you, I don't trust you with anything, so I'm not going to trust you with this, too. Yeah, like, because, oh. But there's also, they don't talk about the part of kink or fetishes when it interferes with your sex life. Right. Because there was a point in time, years ago, um, no, I started dating a guy and he could only come if I stepped on his dick or if I sat on his face. Yeah. We never had sex. Because I'm like, wait, what? You know, it's like, right. well, I just, is if it's not the fetish, I, ju- I just can't. I'm like, well, this is not doing it for me. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no, like, you're right. Because I do this in sessions, and I'm like, and, but yeah, so that didn't last very long. No, no. <laughs> I said I said on a previous episode, um, I think my baby with Michaela, um, that that is a, like that's where it is toxic. Like, as like, cause don't get me wrong, it can be crushing when you tell somebody, you know, early mm-hmm. on or whatever. And they just shit on it and don't yeah. hear it. But it is bad, like, that person's understanding, but mm-hmm. they don't want to do that. Unless they say they want to yeah. themselves. 
like they don't want to do it all the time so you, you can't just expect that you do it all the time and that's it and that's where like I always have to make sure to check myself and be like, no, it's a full balance. Like, yeah. mix it up, you know? And honestly, people don't understand how much, how huge balance is. Yeah. Like, honestly, even for me, it wasn't until just recently that, oh my God, balance? What? I, I can actually have this in my personal life and enjoy it too? What? <laughs> <laughs> because it was always one-sided or, oh, you know, it's like, oh, you like face sitting, okay. And it's like, but I wasn't getting, you know, you get the face sitting, the smothering, but where's the intimacy, the conversation, the cuddles, mm-hmm. the romance? And it's like, I got what I needed. I'm out. I'm like, uh. Oh. So, like, I would actually get to where I would resent it. And then get to where, like, uh-uh, personal life, I'm not doing none of that shit. <laughs> and then it's like, but don't you like it? Uh, uh, what, huh? <laughs> and so now that I started seeing someone, then it's like, Oh my God, when you talk about balance, what? Like, mind blowing. Um, but it's funny to me now how many of those friends, mm-hmm. say friends, it's like, I'm seeing someone. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, excuse me, you said we were just friends, right? So we're. What? <laughs> and I'm like, well, don't you want to still be friends? <laughs> I'm like, you know, just friends. You've never seen so many toddlers pout. Really? Yes, <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, so they said friends would benefit, but then... Oh, there were no benefits. They, well, they said... It was like sitting, because, okay, I love sitting. <laughs> <laughs> just come and let me sit on your chest and watch TV, okay? We'll call it good. Yeah. Bring dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, I realized how many people, it's like, now I'm into I want to talk to you and this, and it's like, oh, but I don't want to go in public with you. Mm. Oh, but I don't want to go out to eat with you. Can I just bring it to the hotel room? And I'm like, no. So what What inside you changed to kind of get that a back? A lot of fuck you people. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I really love CBT. Fuck you! <laughs> it's therapy! <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> I really do love it. Though. Oh, I know. I I, I, I experienced that today. <laughs> no, honestly, it was like an ongoing, like, um, to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm probably never going. Like, I had honestly resigned to, I'm probably never going to have a serious relationship. Mm. Because it is so hard. I mean, even talking with Michaela and, like, you know, some other session girls, well, session ladies, um, to find someone that is understanding, yeah. that is not jealous, that even though they know what you do, how you're doing, it's like, oh, because I've, you know, we've all done that before where it's two weeks into dating. <sighs> you're going to have to stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hold up. Hold up. Okay. I've been doing this for 20 years and I've known you for two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. You think you stand a chance? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And the audacity to even ask. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Um, he's like, no, I know, you know, you were doing this way before I met you, and this is your career, and this is what you do, and it's like, but then it comes back to me where I'm like, the closer we get, the less I want to touch other people. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I love sitting, but now I just want to sit on him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, <sighs> no, so that's a work. That's like a balance. Uh, yeah. 
Oh. Because that's so fascinating to me. I always like to, when it's right, like when people come on the show, or even just when I do sessions, is like, yeah, how do you, like, we think about, like, the fan and, like, telling, like, a girlfriend or whatever about, like, their kink, their fetish. Yeah. But then how is it for you guys? And Michaela and I talked about it a lot when she came on mm-hmm. in December about, like, Oh, that, oh, we talk about that all the time. Yeah, about dating and, and right, it's... Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, they play it off like, I'm interested in you, but I really just want to do do do. Mm. I really just want a free session. <laughs> <laughs> Under the guise of, but I really like you. Can I smell your feet? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, and then, oh my God, and the amount of times I've been gaslighted. Case in point, saw a guy, it's like, okay. You know, come to Philly or Jersey, New York. It's like, yeah, I'd come. And it's like, and then finally I set up some boundaries. I'm like, great, I would love to still see you, but no sitting, no smothering. Right. Like, just, what? You think that's the only reason I'm seeing you? I'm like, well, look, I'm just putting boundaries to say no. I never saw him again. Really? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> like, what, Kevin? I'm calling you out on that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's called gaslighting, motherfucker. That's what that is. <laughs> well, after our session, you're getting called out, buddy. <laughs> oh, I can make a list. <laughs> hey, please do. Please do. I I love to hear it. Love to hear it. Because it, it is like, uh... well, hey, first of all, I'm going to say this. I'm happy for you. That's awesome. Like, I know I'm who am I, but, like, it's just really cool. Like, that's cool to hear that. And it's funny because sometimes I feel like you have to do that coyote ugly moment. You're available but unobtainable. Yeah. yeah. Because so many, like, I had, I had a session. First night I got here. And because, you know, I give my number that it's like, hey, if you need to reach me, here's my number. And most people are, like, really professional. Like, okay, if there's any issue with the hotel, finding it, they'll text me. Hey, I'm running late. Mm-hmm. But this was after the session. It's like, so I know keeping this professional, but do you find me attractive at all? Ooh. No, this is a trick question. This is not a, this is a trick question. <laughs> but this was after he'd already asked to come back for another session. And he's like, how late are you here? So, so he'd arrange for another session. Yeah. Like, Perfect. That's awesome. But then it was, do you find me attractive? And I'm like, well, you're a nice guy. Like, I love your personality. Like, chill time. And, like, uh, you already know where this is going. How can we nip this in the bud? Gotta reel it back in. And he was like, I said, I'd love to see you again, but it's only in a professional setting. Right. Because it's like, you know, he goes, I just, life is short. I had to try. Guess who didn't show up for their session? Mm. <laughs> funny how that works. Mm. <laughs> That's brutal. Brutal. So it's the, oh, I thought it was that. I'm like, no, you said it for the, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and the amount, once you tell them, it's like, well, do you offer overnights? No, I don't offer overnights. Or do, can we do a cuddle session? I'm like, I don't offer cuddle sessions anymore. But I just want to cuddle you. I'm like, well, there's only one that I'm cuddling, so yeah. get over it. <laughs> But I want to cuddle you. I'm like, I don't want to cuddle you. But then, you know, it's just crazy because I'm like, 
I, that's what I tell guys. I, mean, I guess it could apply to the ladies too, and but it's just like if you can't handle a no, then you should, probably shouldn't ask. Like if you can't handle, like if it's, it's they're not gonna turn me down. You know what I mean? Like it's like an ego thing. Like it's like to me, like if I ask a young lady out for like, hey, say we're we meet to a mutual friend, and I'm like, I can't if I can't handle the fact that she may say yes, but she may say no. I shouldn't ask. Period. Then. Because something's going on internally with me. Because mm-hmm. she should always feel like she has a right to say no. Yeah. And yeah. you should always want someone to say no. Because, like, that's I don't want someone feeling forced to go out with, like, it's weird. It's like, or, like, forced, <laughs> is it this forced cuddle? Like, no, I don't want, I want someone who wants to do it. And that's, an, that's like a self-esteem, not ego, self-esteem. Like, yeah. like hey, you, okay, cool. Like, that's no problem. Have a good day. Or that's all good. Because, like, what kind of date would that be if she's like let her say yes he's gonna snap or it's gonna be awkward uh, and then like she's there like <laughs> i'll have some coffee too <laughs> like that's not fun speaking of forced is the number of double sessions i've had where they were doing it just to appease their partner who wanted to do it oh and you can see it in them you that. can feel it's just like they don't want to be there because, okay, speaking being quite honest, most women do not want to watch their partner being sat on, right? being hurt, possibly hurt or injured by another woman. They don't want to see their, their partner's face all up in other woman's hoochie <laughs> You know? And it's like, um, and I've done several where it's the guy's fantasy. He goes, you know, no, you know, he's he's been into you and facing and smothering for like, uh, blah, 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 and I knew about you since, like, my videos were what introduced, he used to introduce her to what he liked. Mm. So, I wanted to have this experience, and yet I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, like I can respect that, but then, you know, he's like, well, can she come and can she join? And I'm like, oh, it's a little, like, I'm all for, you know, I'm all for the couples or for the partners, but in the back of my mind I'm like just don't put them through that how so don't put them through how that. many would you say you've had it like that where like a couple comes oh I've had I've had a lot so like of all those like many you've had get, uh, get a guessment of a percent of where you really like felt like that partner one. really was like cool with it one like one percent or one time one time wow now, what made that one time different? Like, like what made you feel like... Because then she wanted to start her own clip store and do sessions. <laughs> okay. 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 I mean, like, she was she was awesome. And, I mean, he was cool, too. But it's, she's, like, you know, asking all the questions and, like, getting into it and um, doing butt drops. And, like, she took to it like a natural. Like, well, I want to shoot with you. Does she still... Not to be, like... You don't have to say your name. Mm-hmm. You don't want, does she still do it? I haven't talked to them in a couple of months, but they're like, when you come back through, let us know. Um, I just met another couple, and they were really cool, but it's that he's into the size and the weight and the crushing, and she's the size of my thigh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's the, she's doing it, but it's not quite doing it. So it's like... And you met that couple? Mm-hmm. So that, I kind of wonder, is that... Because I'll, I'll tell... Not to, I don't want to be long-winded. A story... Um, I have a friend of mine. I think listens to this show sometimes. Um, I was it was I was in his wedding, 
and I remember when his his wife went to high school with us, but we didn't talk to her, like in high school. We knew who she was. She knew who we were. It was a small high school, but we didn't. They talked years later and mm-hmm. got together and stuff. So, she asked me, like, "Oh yeah, um, I won't say my friend's name." So um, she asked <laughs> You're me. You're not gonna out him. She on was, uh, you know, she was like, he he talked about like the girls you guys thought were attractive when you guys were in high school. And then I was like, oh, he did. So I, I wouldn't have brought that up on my own. Yeah. But, like, she brought it up to me, and she's like, yeah, it was funny. And I thought, okay, she's cool. So I was like, yeah, and the one girl, he really he really thought she was good looking. He really thought back then he was obsessed with her. Come to find out, like, a year after they get married, they bring it up. They thought it was like a joke, but I felt bad. They were like, my friend was like, yeah, she kind of was grilling me. She was upset because she's like, I look nothing like her. Uh, she has blonde hair. I'm a brunette. She, I'm curvier. She's thin. Is that what you like? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, she brought, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm like, at the time, I'm like, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. I thought, I'm like, yeah, I was like, we were in high school. We weren't even like grown. And I'm like, I didn't want her to feel like self And it did bother me. And, and I just, and, it's, and they were like, no, no, don't worry, don't worry. I go, no, like, right before you got married, I put doubts, even if it wasn't on purpose. Like, I didn't think it was, and he was like, well, no. I'm like, you said it was a big deal. I was like, well, it was a big deal. But don't worry about it. It's fine. I go, I don't feel shitty. So, like, I always kind of wonder, like. Are they still together? They are still together. They are still together. They, they're, they're together. But is that kind of, like, hard? Like, when if a couple comes in and person's like, I like the, your size, and then like you said, she's the size of your thigh, like do you feel like that could be like a the, thing? The worst, this was the worst experience with a couple I've had. Oh. Never met him. Um, I was in New Orleans, and he's like, I'm here with my girlfriend, I'd really love to have a double session with the both of you, to, you know, show her a few things, this, and, and in front of his girlfriend is telling me that I'm his dream woman, Oh. Yeah, see where this is going? I do. Dream big mistake. <laughs> big. I'm like, you you are definitely planning on being single tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just wanted to break up with her, just break up with her and be nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell me I'm his dream woman, ultimate fantasy. I'm like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, and he can't wait. And he's like, you know, my height, my size, and just being overpowered. He's, I'm like, and I hear her in the background crying. Oh. And I'm just like, it's like, don't, I said, do you love this girl? Well, yeah, we've been together for different. I'm like, don't do this to her. It's like, but you're my ultimate. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh, do not call me that in front of your girlfriend. Mm-mm. I'm a fantasy. I am not your reality. Right. That is the woman you say you love and you want to marry. So choose wisely here. Because after tonight, I'm going to be gone, but she's going to be the one that's still, you know, there. It's like, I just, I just, I just gotta see you, and I'm like, oh, you guys are so. Dumb. He's like, okay, but I, ju- I just want to meet you. Can we just meet you? I'm like, okay, you know, meet in public, whole thing. Just, just so she can see that you're not a threat. I'm like, I'm not a threat. Like, I don't want you. This is not. Yeah. Um. So, so we, you know, go to the greet, greet upon spot. They're not there, and I ask a waiter, I'm like, did you happen to see a couple? Yeah, but the lady was really upset, and they left. I'm like, so at which point, I'm like, whatever, done thing. He calls me later that night. Can I come to your room? I sent her back to ours. She's taking a nap. 
Whoa. And I'm like, no, absolutely Good not. Good for you. I was like, you know, uh-uh. I mean, there's there's karma and there's things I'm like, dude, you have no idea how fucked up this is. <laughs> I was like, you don't realize this, what this is going to do to your relationship? And like, honestly, most of the time, I don't care. It's like, hey, you're an adult. These are your choices you're making. Right, right. Whatever. But with this, I was just, I just, I so felt for her. Oh, yeah. No, that's, I try, like, as time is going on, and try to look at it, like, and you deal with your own stuff, it's mm-hmm. like, man, you know, I'm not Joe Sixpack and all that stuff like that, I'm, you know. But then it's like, so, like, if, a, if, a, if someone I'm dating, like, sees a celebrity or say we're even, like, out and she, you know, we're walking downtown, she yeah. sees a good-looking guy, who cares? Like, people get upset about that. I'm like, whatever. But if those words will be kind of like a dagger, a little bit like ultimate fantasy, dream. It's like, and, and it's, I want to be your dream woman, and I want to be who you fantasize yeah. about. And, and you weren't, it wasn't even like, that's rough if he just showed a video of you, and like they weren't in town or whatever. Yeah. That's still kind of like rough. But yeah. then like, Oh, you're in the same town. Mm-hmm. He knows how to reach. Like you're, you're, you're not like just the. You're now in reality yeah. to that like, hurt to her hit to her. Well, yeah, that's rough. That was rough. That was like, and the fact that he didn't get it. Yeah. So I'm like, I honestly gotta hope that she dumped your ass that night, <laughs> because she deserved better to be than to be treated like that. I mean, because most guys who come as a couple, like they're very respectful and they have that level of communication and mm-hmm. and then one I remember it's like oh yeah she's a dom and she wants I'm like 30 seconds of meeting her I'm like no she's not mm. <laughs> I'm like if you don't realize that she's doing this strictly to please you you guys have got some issues going on but not my place <laughs> mm-hmm. can I tell you something hmm. which is something you just said is like one of my big fears what you just said about this guy is he just didn't get it and that's a big fear of mine like we're all make we make mistakes constantly mm-hmm. but not learn like not not reading the cues and honestly yeah. you didn't even his girlfriend should have been enough like her crying that's not even like a hidden like no that's she, like in your face yeah it's like, not like oh she made like a weird face like no she's uh-uh. showing but then you're getting the word the verbal like don't do this bro like not a and like just not get like that's like I never want to be that person. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like. But then I realized that, because I mean, because I've, you know, talked about this other friends, like, oh my God, I so would have done it. Because you realize that you're the fantasy, the business aspect, but we're all human too. Mm-hmm. And that it's like, that was just something I, I, I just couldn't do. Like, to me, it wasn't worth it. No, no, I don't, I, cause I get people saying the business part and it, it's not your fault. Like that's him. Mm-hmm. She's with him. That him being a dick. Yeah. He's being a dick and she made that choice to be with like, that's nothing to do with you, but it's still like, it is hard. Like someone is crushed by that. And like, you have to look at yourself in the mirror, even though you didn't do mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. It's still like, even say the session is an hour. It's like, that's a miserable hour. Yeah. Like she's like wiping away tears, trying. I'm okay, and it's and you're like, it's like, uh, and then his, you probably his face would probably be lighting up. Yeah, oh, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, like it's like that. And just yeah, that would just eat at me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't blame you. That's crazy. It's not. It's like, but it's just like, um, and that's why I think it's just. 
I know people ask me stories about things I like as like most fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People ask like that's why I tell people like part of me wants to like people have written books, but I'm like write like a book or like like a document because I'm like it is just like but like do it the right way and mm-hmm. show it like because every time people like what is that and like you have like people the room people they're hooked. Yeah. What is this? What? Really? It? Huh? So what? what? How do you? <laughs> The best was I remember, I was in I was over in London doing my own tour, and I met up with two other models. They're also over there doing okay. their own tour. Um, I'm doing fetish. They're doing something else. <laughs> and the one asked me, "So, what exactly do you do?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, perfect. No, we're in the same BBW modeling. Oh, thing, okay. But." They're providers, and I do fetish. Yeah. So it's the, like, the utter disbelief of, I said, well, there's no nudity, no sex, no release, and height, size, comparison, da 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 You could tell that I lost her when I said no sex. What? <laughs> what? What do you do? Like, if you're not doing, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. And I'm like... Well, and I went through the list again. But have people pay for that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> like literally, people just looked like, huh? <laughs> and they should kind of get it more than most, you know? Like, like for someone who's not doing it, like because they're in the same age, but they're because I tell you a question I get all the time. Mm-hmm. My own brother asks like. He's like, how do you not, how do you do that and not have sex? And we've sat there looking at each other going, I go, how do you only want to have it? Yeah. And he's like, how do you do that? And then, like, you don't. And then we're like, and I'm like, no, if I, if that was on, like, the table going into it, I would struggle to do it. Yeah. Like, that, it wouldn't be, like, the excitement. It'd be the pressure. I don't, I'm like. It's so interesting because when you get the fetish guys and the session, session guys, is majority no going in like that's off the table mm-hmm. so they're able to really just enjoy more of that fetish mm-hmm. like okay I'm not going to be expected to perform or I don't have to make moves like sit down shut up and let me crush the shit out of you we're good right 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 <laughs> you know whereas yeah I think for and I know for a lot of my guys that I deal with they're like they're very appreciative of that knowing that it's never going to cross that line it's never going to be broached Breach broke right. You know, it's never gonna be like. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might be whacking your dick and going, "Can you feel that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like as much interaction as your dick is gonna get. Right, right, and that's happened. Like I've said, you know, it happened like once, um, with uh, a session wrestler. Like things happened, but it was totally different. The vibe, yeah. the connecting was. It was that thing, like, you know, when you're talking yeah. to someone, and it's totally different than, like, that's, so, like, it happens. Careful, that vibe gets you into trouble. <laughs> that got me into seeing someone. Oh. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I like, I like your vibe. Who knows if that person would have lived closer by? Um, mate, I don't know if I would have been opposed to it. Why are you going to be opposed to distance? If the vibe is there, why not go for it? Oh, it was years ago. 
It was years. I mean, I, I uh, excuse me. That sounds like excuses. It, you know what? Um, it is. It is in a way. It's not an excuse. Like, like now, I don't want. Like, you know, like, but like. Are you setting your ways now and just not? Open no, to- <laughs> no. I don't think that person's available now. Oh, that happens. But it was. You can be friends. <laughs> I still do talk to that person. Whoopsie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This friend part. It was just. You know what it was. It was years ago. It was early in my session going game, mm-hmm. and I always la- I had friends who were every waitress is hitting on them. I'm like, bro, they want a tip. They're just being nice. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Every we go to the mall. Here, you want a sample or something? She likes me. It's like, yo, this is embarrassing. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> stop it. I know people. Yeah. Like that. And that was always like, I never, cause like other guys then would like he didn't get it would set him up to like, oh, go talk to her. Go. And I'm like, they're making a show out of you because it's so ridiculous. So what it was was early in the game, I was like, I never want to be that guy. I still don't yeah. want to be that guy. But like, and my self-esteem was so low Aww. that I didn't, when I first met that person, you I was. not think it was possible. No, we and looking back, I'm like, that's crazy. Like we were vibing yeah. and the signs were there. But you just, I have respect for this. Mm-hmm. And never wanted to be like come across like a jerk or one of those guys who are. And then myself, so like I didn't couldn't read the clues. Oh, so mine was I asked him to come back. <laughs> that would be a great clue. But even then, it would. But no, I know exactly what you're saying because you know, you get people going, "Oh, you're just being nice because you have to." Oh no, trust me, I don't have to. Right, right, <laughs> like, right, right. Like you're not paying me to be nice. Right. You're paying for an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, if you happen to enjoy the conversation, like, okay, that's a perk. Um, but no, when you just, like, when you're vibing like that and just the chemistry, the vibe, you're like, uh, and it's like, okay, keep it in check, keep it in check. So, yeah, didn't do or say anything to act on it. And then he booked me again. I was like, okay, more time. Mm-hmm. And then it was, what do you, you know, what are you doing after? And I said, killing time to my flight. And he's like, want to come back? Nice. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Little bounce. Wow, wow. But but yeah, like the, yeah, I'm with you. Like it. But yeah, no, you can't like the vibe. But it's funny because you're not the only one that's it's like that. Just being nice. Um, because when other guys I had to say, hey, by the way, I'm seeing someone. So sorry you missed the boat. Wait, you were serious? Wait, like you really liked me, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> no, He's well, like, but I just couldn't register in my head. Oh, so you told me? the person that you liked them? Oh, like ones that I've dated before, or like seen. Before. I mean, the person who's saying like, "Oh, you were serious." Like you were like pretty. Were you like giving like trying to give off like clues a little bit, or you oh, were like no, we pretty straight up? We would text and like you know when I'd be in the area, you know, come through tour and be like. It was one of those where I now see, like, everything that I was, quote, unquote, was settling for. Uh, I, I was happy going two to three weeks without talking. I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. And now it's, like, you know, if we go, like, a day, because, you know, we're both busy. I'm like, <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> uh. So, but, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, what I was happy with. Like, I don't, you know, we're not talking every day. That's fine. We don't talk every month. Some people have issues with that. <laughs> but no, and when I just said, like, hey, I'm, I'm seeing someone now, like, 
He's like, hey, you're in town. You want to meet up? No. <gasps> what? Wow. What? And then I hear, I just couldn't, I just didn't see. She liked me? Like, dude, no, you cannot profess this now that I've said, by the way, you're off the table. <laughs> but if I profess it now, it's a little too late. No, no. It's a little too late. I've I've had to be I can be honest I've I, I probably still could be that guy to an extent because but it's not as I'm not gonna lie it's not still partially like self esteem like because mm-hmm. like I think as a person like I've made progress but still a long way to go with that like it was like you know in the past I was in the negative like zero was like looking up like oh I'm a level oh. zero with it so okay but so like still ways to go so I could still. But more now, I just can be focused on, well, I got the work, the podcast, yeah. trying to hang out and do stuff, trying to do hobbies. But back then, I tell people, like, I was the guy when I was in college, like, I can name, not like I'm a player, but like mm-hmm. on I've, one hand, ladies who were like talking, come to the dorm room, it's just me, hey, come on mm-hmm. in, we were cool. And they lay on my bed, and then they're like talking, hey, what's up? And I go, no. You say it, lay down. I'm going to go on my chair and I'm at the desk and I'll be on my computer. We can just talk. And then they're like, oh, okay. Okay. You can, okay, you sure? I don't want to take up your bed. No, you have. I got the, got the chair. <laughs> you not picking up on these things. I did not pick up. I can be honest. I did. And then, like, I'm here for a little way, bunch, way later, it was like, oh, that's why they came by at yeah. 1 a.m. They were there for bootay call. They said they were just up and they no, they saw my light on and were like they're there for a bootay call. They were like, oh, I'm up too. I was like, oh, come on in. I got King of Queens on. You want to watch some King of Queens? Like, yeah. See, and it's so funny because like, <laughs> oh my god, I so relate to that. You know, because to me, I'm just Amanda. Like, I'm you know, because I never dated in high school, mm-hmm. rare like, even college. Um, but now all of a sudden I'm Amazon Amanda, the sex goddess. It's like, right, wow. Right. I'm like, no, that's the persona. Like, I'm still here with my little dorky personality and twisted sense of humor. I'm like, you want me to go watch sci-fi and like really bad crappy movies? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me too. To where, you know, then you get people like, oh, but you're Amazon Amanda. I'm like, yeah. But you want to go watch Lord of the Rings marathon over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but you're Amazon Amanda. Uh, like you're not supposed to have those interests and like so it's the melding of me and the persona that kind of throws people for a loop right right it's right like, cause so after they you know like I, I, I just want to I just want to be involved with the persona like the Amazon man on videos or online or what they see and have made this nice little bubble mm. and then I come in and go so what to do it <laughs> what up <laughs> Like, want to go watch Jackass? <laughs> you know, they're like, who are you? <laughs> so, yeah, it amazes me sometimes. Like, that's when you know you're, like, one and done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you spent more than 20 minutes with me. Yeah, this isn't going to work, is it? Right, right. And see, for me, I like that part. I like when it could be, you know, I like, with you know, sessions, uh, dominatrix, uh, you know, porn stars, whoever when you see that other side yeah. and like the real side right and like okay like i like the persona but i yeah. also like to get to know 
I mean, as much as you're going to laugh, like, through an interview or pot or, like, yeah. a conversation, like, okay, like, you like those, like, wow. And, like, the story, I don't know. That's just, I guess, how I'm wired where it's, like, I could use you, for example. It's, like, well, Amazon Amanda didn't just happen. Like, there's everything that led up before in your life that mm-hmm. your experiences led to you doing yeah. this. Yeah. And so it's, like, that doesn't just happen. And I, like... It takes 20 years to be an overnight success. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But it's like, oh, like, you don't just, like, because when some people would say, like, oh, yeah, I just did it. I'm like, well, you just, there's something. What? what? Like, no, why? There's some, yeah, there's a reason. Some are deeper than others. Some have yeah. more. But, like, there's a reason what led you to do this. And, mm-hmm. like, like so, like, it's fascinating, like, to know that part. And, like, you know, in our fashion, like, you like Cobra Kai? I think I'm like that's so awesome. And you, I'm going to be honest, listeners, you have no idea how hard it has been. And I love this conversation. I love it. But to not just make this uh, Cobra Kai like thing for the past like hour, like like it was like because I just want to be like, do you remember this yeah, part? Do you yeah. remember that part? Do you remember this part? Which they about Terry Silver on this oh, last season. It's dude. mind blower. Mind blower. <laughs> I really thought she was going to be a stripper instead of the prince, the aerial oh. princess. Oh yeah, yeah, parties. yeah. I thought so too. <laughs> I was like, because like, okay. she's like back, like like in like in the backstage. I was like, oh like, more man. Lipstick. I'm, I'm like, like oh, no, don't do. I'm it. like, you don't need to do this, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Like, don't take this like, route. Oh, she's a mermaid princess. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I like you see how they did that with Tori and Sam a little bit. Like we talked about yeah. the Johnny and De- it's like she's now the instigator. And yeah, he's like, what? and Tori's like you kind of root for her. Like she's a good, <laughs> and she's Mr. Russo. Like take it's fascinating. Like in the Karate Kid three with the uh, Terry Silver, he was corny. See, I never even saw three because I was like, uh... I saw it once. I've seen. Um, I tell you which ones I've seen a bunch. Of course, the original one. Oh well, yeah. That's when that's one of those ones when it's on you stop. Yeah. Like I'm, I gotta go. I gotta be running around. I'm cleaning this up, and it's like, all right, put background. It's like Karate Kid. I can clean the house later. (laughs) But that wait, and then the second one, and then the third one, he went to Okinawa with the tornado and did the whole like the drum one. Yeah, that was, and then the Hillary Swank one. I just rewatched recently, like a better year. It was on Netflix. But I saw it years ago and didn't like it. But then I'm like, let me, is it me? And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not a good one. Yeah, no, it's It's not a good one. It's not a good one. It's not me. But it's like everything has two sides to the story. Right. And then it's like, like, okay, you got it. For those of you that haven't watched it, just watch Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is amazing. Because, and if you grew up on the Karate Kid movies, it is. I was waiting for the He Man to come at the end going, Today's moral the lesson was <laughs> like, huh? Johnny wasn't the asshole, right? What? <laughs> and then oh, and oh, there there are two sides to every story, and oh, there is more than one way to do things. Mm-hmm. And why are we getting life lessons from our '80s heroes? But they're so good. <laughs> they're so good. They're so good. Like, huh? Yeah, and it's funny. <laughs> speaking of the '80s, so. A lot of people, this is totally true off topic. No, just go. Um, a lot of people are like, well, you do domination, but, well, a lot of people do domination with the corsets and the PVC and the latex right, and right. everything. I'm like, okay, I realize that you associate that with domination and bondage. 
I associate that with Hellraiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the first movie as the, you know, when you should not be watching R-rated movies. Right. But you sneak it out of the video store because your mom was sick and she said, just get whatever you want. <gasps> and you watch it on mute because you're scared out of your head. It's like eight, seven or eight. I'm like, and all you see are these like pinhead and, and like the PVC. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that is my in my formative core memories. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hellraiser people wear leather corsets and like That's insane. That is so insane. Yes. Yeah, I feel like the pandemic I feel like we were going this way. The pandemic really did and I'm a guy who loves history, history of everything. Like mm-hmm. I, I do. And like it really has like brought like that all this stuff back, like the past couple years where you're seeing all everything is like remade, or like oh, people yeah. are discovering stuff. Not everything needs to be remade, though. Oh, it's it's getting out of hand now. <laughs> it's becoming like ten years ago. You asked D this question, I'm like, that'd be a dream. Now I'm like, uh-uh. like I want people to be creative. Think new things too. Like, yeah, let's honor the past, but let's have some new stuff. Like, but it's like, or when they point out that Golden Girls, when I no, when I was little watching it. I thought they were in their 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that they were in their 40s, 50s. Mm-hmm. And then you point out that that's the same age that Sex and the City girls are. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, huh? It was like, but you're obviously in your 40s. And it was, that to me was like, huh. Don't get me going on Golden Girls. I that is Golden my girls. mom's favorite show. My grandmas grew up watching it. They watch it all the time. She still watches it. I've gotten her, and so I've watched every episode twenty times just by <laughs> spending time with her. Like literally, I would get a compound with a bunch of little tiny homes on it, mm-hmm. and the communal house. Oh yeah, had no problem. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. But there's uh, very few people I could actually spend that much time with. I mean, but hey, if you have that great lanai and all that cheesecake and everything. Right. You might be able to keep me a little bit longer, you know, give me that cheesecake, you know. I just squeeze your nipples. You'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was proven today. I cannot last. And I, I guess our bonding's over with. Bye-bye. I cannot last. But, I mean, someone as cool and as pretty as you, Aww. I would fight through that. I would fight through that. <laughs> your ninja hands. <laughs> exactly. It'd be ninja hands. It'd be, it'd be ninja one hands. one or the other, but not both. <laughs> Sacrifice one or the other. <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, this um, this is awesome. This is now. Let me ask you though. Okay. Real so because, and it'll probably if you do have just one, that's cool. But <laughs> I'm gonna go favorite TV show. Oh my gosh, Ninety Day. <laughs> Which one? Ninety Day Fiance. That's your TV show. Okay. Amanda, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, I got more than one. Okay. Ninety Day Fiance. 90 Days the Other Way, Love After Lockup. What? <laughs> wow. Because it used to be Live PD. Oh. And then they took that away from me. They did take Live PD away. But they kept Cops. Yeah, Cops is like so old. Well, well so old, but like, what's the difference? Like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, so then I got stuck on uh, Backwoods Law. Oh, I, that I've seen. That I have seen. And then I was a Grey's Anatomy fan. Uh, the whole Chicago Med, Chicago Fire. The whole Chicago. There's a lot of Chicago. Not Chicago PD, not so much. Oh, so you draw a line. I draw a line. Okay. I draw okay. the line. You draw a line. You but have you no seen good Love Dick After Lockup? 
talk about 90 Day Fiance. Okay? I'm just gonna be real. I don't know what you know what. Growing up, and what I could do, I don't know reality TV. I could like, I wasn't like a junkie with it, but I could do more of it. Okay, we were the original generation of Real World. Oh yeah. And Real World, what they have now is not the Real World. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> Like, no fights, no anything. No. I gotta be honest. No lie. I'll say this. Just not to interrupt, just to say, I just talked to someone at work a couple weeks ago about this. How groundbreaking the real world oh, was back yeah. in like the early to mid 90s. People Huge. don't talk about that no. enough. Like, Mm-mm. that was a groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. And there's some moments, like some TV history moments yes. on there that I'm like, how we're, we're bringing so many things yeah. back. How is that not even like talked about i know like paramount did like a little thing with the new york and la cast but i'm like that was like such a game changer for tv huge i mean and then the whole relationship with the producer like behind the yeah screen, like, yeah. yeah and like the slap and then the everything and the interracial fight and it was just like oh huge but now let's get back to trash tv yes <laughs> let's get back and i i i this this is why this is why you talk to people because all right, Cobra Kai, you said sci-fi, Lord of the yeah. Rings. I'm like, boy, we are. You hate running up, and then you take a swerve, which is cool. There's no judgment. People listening, you never oh, judge. Judgment. There's, no, there's judgment. There's no judgment. There's just eye rolls. <laughs> heavy, heavy, heavy eye rolls. rolls. Heavy eye rolls. With some deep sighs. Like, oh, it's like I expected so much better. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I guess it's like you just... You tricked me. You tricked me. You said Cobra Kai and Lord of the Rings. Like, and yeah. And I was ready to f- nerd out. I was like, man, oh, man, you will never get rid of me because I'm just going to be like, did you see this? Did you see this? And then the record just stopped. And I'm like, oh. Uh, we out. I was like, I, ooh. Okay, but you, okay, back when you're single, you're just like, dude, it's better to watch the train wreck on TV than in your own life. True. And then you're like, can't they see this train wreck coming? Like, he's obviously being catfished. And then it's like, he's obviously in it for for the green card. <laughs> and it's like, she, it, the poor dude, like, just, he's like, it was the best night of my life. And she's, eh, normal. <laughs> and it's like, if she doesn't marry him, well, he's kind of paying all her expenses, her rent, her kid, like, without him. She has nothing. Yeah. So it's... And then the dude who, like, has the best catfish picture of the the love of his life, who's 24, who's two years older than his oldest kid, goes all the way there, and she's not there. But they had three solid months of texting. Mm. Not a video call, not a Skype, nothing in... <laughs> no phone call, even? Well, phone call. But you could you could catch this plenty yeah. of being Manti Teo. Uh-huh. Notre Dame. Yeah. The ultimate catfish. <laughs> of a what? The Notre Dame player who, this is like 2012, I think, 2011. He was like the star player. Notre Dame had this great turnaround season, national championship game. And he had this story about his grandmom died and then his fiance died like within a couple weeks. So now the grandma did pass away. That was real. Okay. But it, that was like throughout the whole year, he got all this attention. He's like this. He was a good player too, but like everyone's talking about, oh, we're rooting for him. And then like around like well after the championship game, it came out like he never met this girl. Did she really die? 
this and that. He had to kill her off because she rejected his proposal online. It was this guy who he knew, like, from a friend of a friend who he was gay. The guy was gay and had a crush on him and then made up this whole profile to do, like, it was a whole elaborate. Yeah, look, Manti Teo, for people listening, Amanda, like, look it up. It, it was, a, it was like, about a decade ago. It was a big thing. And he got, he's like the ultimate, like, he got catfished, like, bad, bad. Dang. So, Manti Teo, that was a bad one. So, I'll say, like, yeah. So, but, and, he, and the guy did phone calls, but just changed his voice. Changed his voice. I love you so much. Who needs so, to be unloved during lockup? Mm. <laughs> I have not got into that one yet. <laughs> I tried Try some it. of those. I, I think pandemic, you know, you're like, hey, you only live once. Uh, the the love is blind. I I gave that a try. No, because okay, wait. Love at first sight. Married at first sight. I I've married at first sight. I I I tried once. It's like okay, the therapist and the like they all paired us together. I cannot get over your third nipple. Okay, this will never work out. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. And then oh wait, is love is blind? That's the one where they talk to each other behind the wall. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, because I'm sorry, people are still visual creatures. I know. It's like, you can be the dream person, say everything, but then when that's down and they do nothing for you, want to be just friends? Do you ever feel, has, have you ever <laughs> felt bad about that? About what? Has that ever happened where, like, you just, they just don't do it physically? Yes. It's a conversation I've had. Like, do you feel like guilt? I'm not saying that like you're wrong, but do you feel like, because you want to not, you hear like, it'll be a shallow, and no one wants to be a shallow person. No, because. But we are visual. I mean, oh, it's, it's such a great question. Because you can have like the best conversations, but I, if you feel nothing like that chemistry, that spark, it's like, no. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, keep that friendship, you know, have that great connection. Because, okay, say you're like, okay. I don't feel it for you, and I'm totally visualizing, fantasizing about someone else. So you get married, you have a couple kids, and then you're like, ooh, you see someone who does do it for you. Mm. Maybe, oh, but it's not the conversation, so I'm not cheating on him conversation-wise. Just, he clicks on my other butt. Like, okay, so you're going to go and cheat with this dude. It's like, but you knew right away, it's like he just don't. No, well, you know why? Because it's a conversation I've had with friends of mine who are, are women in my personal life, and it's it's always, like, interesting because it's, like, friends who are, like, women friends who are taller, mm -hmm. and it's the height thing, and always the conversation about height. See, and it's so funny because I've never... It's funny you should say that. Okay. <laughs> because I have tall girlfriends who will not date anyone under 6'3". Yeah. And for a while, like, I was dating guys who were 5'7". Right, right. Because to me, it was always like, if the personality, the chemistry, and the spark is there, who cares about height? Because I've met plenty of guys who were 6'5", who were complete douches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the best story was, met a guy, I was like, okay, you know, you'll do the whole line fine. 6'5", never dated a taller guy. You know, when we, one day, it was great, we laughed, we talked, everything. And he's like... You're amazing. You're beautiful. I love your personality. Like da da da. But you just kind of suck the testosterone out of the room, and I don't feel like you would need me to walk you down an alleyway. 
and you can kind of take care of yourself and you're taller you wear heels and like I'm taller than you and like but if you would ever like anything physical please let me know I would love to be with a tall woman oh that's interesting I mean it's messed up but weird oh oh it's what's more fucked up and it gets better he waits a couple months sees my website hits me up again Oh my God, these are my ultimate fantasy fetish things. Wow. And um, he goes, can, 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 can I please see you? And I'm like, I'm sorry. But see, I suck the testosterone out of the room and I just don't think you'd be able oh. to. <laughs> and then he actually ends up marrying a girl I graduated with who was like the most vanilla. That is <laughs> a small world. That's crazy. I was just like, wow. So yeah, and my mom always said, because my dad was 6'6". Six, six. My dad, my mom's 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, That's she, tall. She's like, honey, try getting taller men. It's really nice to put your head on their shoulder. I'm like... <laughs> so it was like I would always... I mean, because shorter guys just try harder. Because, you know, they're used to people taller than them. Mm-hmm. They're used to having to go that extra effort just to get the attention, keep the attention... I mean, there's just, yeah. I guess that may, yeah, because um, I have to like generalize, but if you're a tall guy, you're used to people staring at you and getting, you have the attention on, you don't have to do much to yeah. get attention or to stick out. Right. Where, where you're shorter, not meaning like in a selfish way, but you better show person, you better show yeah. charisma you gotta show to the be noticeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that, like in that way. But on the other hand, they're also not used to, to people being eye level. Who, They're taller people? Tall guys. Tall guys. Are not used to being eye level with women. With a bigger woman. Or if you wear heels, being shorter than a woman. Mm. Like, it plays on their psyche. I'm, big time. I'm seeing, you know, I have a lot, a lot of, I always felt weird because I'm average, you know, 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, mm-hmm. And a lot of my guy friends growing up and, you know, into like my 20s, Six four, six five, six six, six three. They were really tall, and majority of them did not like tall women. Not women mm-hmm. taller than them, but like if you were like five nine, five ten, too tall. just too tall. too tall. And I go, oh man! Like on the other hand, I'm like thinking if she's not yeah. gonna look at me because we're like around the same height, a little bit taller. But if I had your height, I would feel confident to like go up to her because you know she's probably gonna say, oh, you're not tall enough. So I was like, well, whatever. And they would say sometimes, like, oh, no, she's a trash. She's just too tall. And I go, what? what? That's crazy. See, and, well, hey, two points to this story. It's so funny. So never say never. Right. Because the guy who did check all the boxes is actually a smidge taller than me. The guy you're talking yeah. to is now? Okay. Yeah. And nobody told me what it was like when you can actually wear their jacket. Oh. I've never been able to wear a guy's clothes. Other than my brothers, because we're like the same size. Yeah. But I was like, what? I get to steal your clothes now? You like it? <laughs> I was like, damn. Now, is he, is he, what's his build like? Athletic. Okay. Athletic, broad shoulders, just like, bound to go bound. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, is this just the first person you're dating? Like, you said a smidge. It was like six, three and a half, six, four. Yeah. Like, first person a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, first person taller than you? Yes. Cool. Look at that. See? See this? Never say never. 
Never say never. I mean, any. So that means if a person I'm with, she'll be taller than me. <laughs> Though I've never dated someone who's like shorter. I've had people like an inch or shorter than me. Like I, so I guess that's tall by compared to women like average height. American woman, five now, four. On the other hand, I was hanging out with a girlfriend in Vegas who will not. She's six five. Will not date anyone under six three. Wow. We happened to be at a bar. She happened to leave me unattended with her cell phone with her Tinder profile up. Mm. I was swiping right on everybody. You swipe right for her? Give him a chance! That's great. That's great. What'd she say? I was like, just too short. He looked nice. Too short. He looked good. Too short. Give him a chance! Something that is crazy. That's the thing that's interesting to me. Where if overall physically it doesn't, but that's always the conundrum I like to ask like ladies, where it's like, all right, you're I'll throw out height, like you're 5'10 and you have a type. You you like a guy who has facial hair, this type of build, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, so physically and personality, they click everything, but they're 5'8. And you want someone who's six foot and above. And then it becomes like, is that shallow? Is that a shallow move? Or is that still just like a preference thing? See, I would honestly more a preference. Because it's like if you're clicking all the boxes, go for it. But then so if someone says no, if someone if your friend who's six five mm-hmm. and like you, you talk to her, well what do you want in a in a relationship with a person? And personality wise, that person hits it. Mm-hmm. Physically, they hit it. Besides, he that person is five eleven or six yeah. foot. Then if she's like, but he's six foot, so no, is that shallow? Is she? Would you say like you're being shallow? So and so, I would say she's being closed minded. Closed minded. Okay, I like that because I mean to me that's the same as someone going, I only date blondes. Right, dude. She can put a wig on and she can bleach her hair. You know, it's like you're if there's a hundred women and seventy five. A brunette. You know, it's like, you're just narrowing out people for things that are changeable. Like, changeable. Mm. You know, it's, okay, you like, you have a preference for women with short hair. She happens to have long. So, she has long hair. Well, she could get a haircut. Right, if right. If she chose to. Right, right. You know, or if she has short hair, you know, she chose to grow it long. It's like, like, I think at that point, people are just nitpicking. And it's the... Like, get to know someone first, because people will surprise you. People do. You know, it's the, and it's sometimes it's the weirdest thing. It's like, huh, I don't like the way you choose. <laughs> You're a really loud blinker. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's just, because it is, I, I honestly didn't, well, okay, actually, I take it back. Years ago, Michaela and I would talk, we're like, um... Maybe there is no such thing as the perfect guy. But you have the friend that's great for communication. Right. That you need to talk to. You have, you know, the guy that's just the physical because he's dumb as a post. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can't have a conversation with, but hey, he sure looks good and can do, you know, wonk it a wonk. Or the one when, you know, you just need to talk or you can laugh with. So it's like, and there's like four or five guys. Mm-hmm. Like, can't we just have it in one? Is that asking too much? 
like it doesn't have to be perfect but if you can have all that in one and we're like that's until you meet that one and you're like so this person has he has all those it's so funny because I look at all the ones like the potential ones and I'm like oh that one had lack of communication that one had lack of physical that one had lack of brains (laughs) like like not even with but like you can have an ongoing banter with but they were just unarmed Mm. and you're like or they just like to talk about themselves. Hi, how's your date? Let me tell you all about mine. Mm-hmm. And you're like, so you really don't care if it's yet. Um, so no, but when they have like all the boxes checked and you're like able to experience all that in one, like, because I was guilty, I, I will say. I wasn't guilty. I'm like, I had the one there and the one there and the one, like, you never in fully invested in any of them. Yes, that's wow. You you're know. you're hitting close to home right now, <laughs> it's, it's but like, I'm glad you are because like yeah, I'm I'm looking at myself, man, the mirror. Like yeah, you're right, right. Because yeah, it's like you're never held accountable. Yeah. And it's like you didn't have to commit, and it wasn't wow. like. Is is this is this? Do, do, uh, you guys can't see, but it's just it's great. It's really making me think. It's mine. It's like a yeah. You're you're right. You're right. Like with that. Like yeah. If things got bad or too hard, because eh. it's an escape route. Yeah. Because like oh, long distance. I'm never gonna see you again anyways. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's like oh, this is convenient for me. Hey, how you doing? Wow. So you know, it's all those things, but it's like, is this like? Don't ask me what happened because it was just like, ah. Uh-huh. Um. It was like wow. Like I. I really love spending time with this person. And it's like, it's a cool vibe. It's just easy. And it's not forced. And it's not pretentious. Like, <laughs> Let me ask you, because like I know a lot of people, mm-hmm. and you, this may not be you, but a lot of times, and I'll be honest, I can say, I have not yet found, and I'm not saying like it's someone, like what you just said, mm-hmm. that I fully invest too. That's why I'm thinking deep on that. But like, I know for me, a lot of times I probably just because of experiences and well, it can't be real. You come pessimistic. You're like, oh my well, god, they, so well, jaded. They, well, they must not have this, and it's like, oh, they do. Like for this guy, <laughs> where you like, well, he he might not be a good community. You're like, no, I guess he is a good. Well, he he's not. He can't. Oh please, I got the engine falling out. Like, mm. like everyone. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Ugh. You know, it's like, oh well, he has commitment issues. Oh, he has communication issues. Oh, he has finance. You know, it's like all those things. And I'd be the first one to go, meh. <laughs> and it was, and it was always me going, mm. um, Yeah, and then it was like, huh. Huh. <laughs> because, you know, I, I had no guilt or qualms. Like, hey, if you're not, you know, I didn't like you. Oh, well, but I'm going to Philly next. And I got a couple in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Who's available? Right, right. <laughs> you know, or it's like, or you're talking which one you vibe with more. You know, so it's like. But the hard part, like, not the hard part, because it's actually easier than I thought it would be, is stopping those. And it was more so because for me feeling like I never wanted to fully invest in any of those because I'm like, I know they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, so why invest fully when you know, you know, and it's like, but then for them it became a game. Oh, you're not available. So then it was like, no. Like, I said no. Either respect it or step off. It's like, okay. 
And then you got the ones like, okay, no, I still like to be your friend. I mean, because you know, I've known some for like 10, 12 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was for self-realizing for me that I was like, wow. Like, even if it doesn't go anywhere or, you know, thing, but it's like, it, it was a, I leveled up. I'm Mario leveled up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, because that's the thing. You're right. And I'm thinking that that'll be the, and I know that that'll be my style where I'm like, because you're just so used to being let down. Oh, I was down. a gypsy. Yeah. Because it's like the nomad, I mean, like, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're right. Like that, and you travel, like literally physically travel more than I do, but my mind, like I'm, ADD, so I'm all over yeah. the place. Oh, I am all the time. Yeah, so I can like, with interest, with other things, move on. Not like, and not being like you don't matter, mm-hmm. but just like, it's good and bad. Like the mind yeah. keeps going. Either you keep me interested or I'm out. Right, right. <laughs> and so, and if you can't keep up, like, because I have a conversation style that irritates a lot of people. Really? Um, they will have a topic, and you stay on the topic the entire time. Oh. I can't do that. Me neither. So, <laughs> me neither. Which is why we do so well talking. I know. Because it's like, oh, this. Well, let me tell you about this, and then I tell you about this, and I'm going to tell you about this. But I'm going to, but I'm eventually going to come back to the original story. Like, but I got another story that goes with that, and then you kind of come over here, and then. But that's when you know when you have someone who's truly listening, and can follow along and partake and get. Yeah. It. And someone who's just there going, huh? Yeah. And you know their mind is not in the conversation. Right, right. But when they're able to, or have that same style of conversation, mm-hmm. or be able to, okay, like follow along an input, like, wow. I always, you're so right. I said this about my dad always. I don't think I've ever said this to him. Maybe I should. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Choose your words wisely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always like, he's ADD like me too, but it's like, he's the only person I have in my life who when I'm my mind's going and it's a million miles an hour and I go way out in left field yeah he doesn't question it he just jumps out in left yeah. field with me yeah and like it's it's a got old I I'm, that was so important because mm-hmm. like you said I'm so used to I have to consciously hold back yeah and then people now ask me how come you don't do you don't say this or why talk about that because I'm like I'm so used to I can and not even like I don't want other people to talk I just like oh you like this? What about da 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 da? Yeah. And I want to hear them say, yeah. "Well, why do you like that too?" And like, let it just keep rolling. Yeah. And so I watch it because then I see people's faces like they either look annoyed or they have that confused like, like "Where is he going? Why are we talking about this?" And there's some. I mean, because I will talk about the most random, weirdest. It's like, yeah, you want to talk about love after lockup? So what do you think about this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like being able to like go deep and have those conversations. And well, what do you think about this? And then, like, I'm a thinker-feeler. Like, how do you feel? Oh. <laughs> it's, yes. You know, and it's like, well, that, but how do you feel about that? Or what do you think about? And it's like, I don't want a cookie-cutter answer. I want to know, how does that make you feel? Like, yes. what is your visceral, like, what is your reaction to it? And a lot of people can't do that. I just they realized can't. that. <laughs> I just realized that. And the thing is, I was made to feel, not on purpose weird, because this person is a friend still, but, like, we work together right uh-huh. now. And it was, like, 
I had to like, Whoa, wait a minute, I'm not. Because a few people, like my few close friends, we do do that. Yeah. Like, we like this documentary or whatever. Yeah. Oh, what you like? We can just go. Yeah. So then I would share a podcast or a documentary, and it's like, oh, I, I really liked it. It was really good. And I'm like, oh, great. What you like about it? Oh, huh? Yeah, well, and I go, what do you mean? Did yeah. you like it really then? You don't have to just say it if no, you don't like it. No, I did. It was good. I go, why? Why? What What'd you like, like about what it? What was your reaction to it? What did you feel? And you're like, and... It's like I don't I don't remember. <laughs> I go, you don't remember. But you like Then why what? Why are we having this conversation today? And you're like, but you can remember <laughs> so when you say you remember like your favorite show, like in lines from it, I go, Yeah. I go and I was like, I'm not weird for that, you know, like I'm not most people yeah. if you like I'm like if you like a favorite like someone's like a Beatles fan, I kinda and they're a true one. I kind of expect them to know the songs. Yeah. Uh, no, and, I don't know the songs. Yeah, I just like them. But which favorite song? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't really know. It's like... <sighs> I'm like, then are you? <laughs> yeah, and that's... Yeah. Dead on. <laughs> I just... This was the past few months, like, realize, And then in the past, I'd be like, am I weird? But now I'm like, no. Like, cause to me, there's no weird... I mean, there's bizarre stuff that... But, like, everyone... We're all weird to somebody. Yeah. So I tell people, like, you think I'm weird, but you're weird to me. Yeah, because... I just try to get to know you, buddy, but you're... Like, I don't put a judgment out there, but you're weird to me. Or feeling like you had to water yourself down... Yeah. ...to be more, quote-unquote, acceptable. Yeah, that's Or struggle. not acceptable, but it's, like, for people to understand you. Right. It's like, oh... And I'm like, fuck that. No, life is too short. If you... If I can't be me and be how I am, then you're just not on my level. Yeah. And you were not meant to communicate with and me. And I've, I've, uh, I've had the the past few years, and the pandemic was the flash straw like, when it hit. Like, you weeded out those people. Like, mm-hmm. I did for me, because it was like, we were going that way, where it's like, we were growing up, we had, we were, but I'm, I'm me, and I'm showing me more. I probably was yeah. different back, actually, I know I was, but I held some of that back, but I'm getting older, Whatever. Oh, yeah. And I've recently lost friends, like close friends, like they had for probably 14 years. And it's just a slow separation. And it was just a, hey, you okay? Hey, what's going on? Hey, but, but then it was pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's so funny because several years ago, they thought they would have an intervention for me. Really? Well, because they all had their corporate jobs. They had the corporate jobs with the 401, with the retirement, yada, 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 yada. <gasps> Amanda, what are you doing? Where's the security? Where's the this? I'm like, not everybody is cut out to be self-employed, to be an entrepreneur, to be doing something that is pretty much goes against the grain of nine to five because they need that security of, okay, if I punch the time clock, I get a paycheck. Done, done. It's like, yeah, you're going to have months where you're doing great. You're going to have months where you're like, okay, you know, we got to tighten the belts a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just part of life. And then it's funny. So pandemic hit. They all got laid off. Mm. They're all unemployed. Mm. They're all sitting there with their master's degrees. <laughs> I'm off traveling Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And it's like... Life, gotta love it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I remember um, 
the the documentary comedian, the Jerry Seinfeld one. Yeah. And it showed him he was after the show had just ended, he was getting back into stand up. And it was like following him, getting back into it, but also following he's a star mm-hmm. and following this new guy coming up. And they were at the same comedy club one night, they were talking, and then he's like the guy Jerry's like, You're pretty good, keep at it. And the guy's like, Yeah, it's just hard to do it like seven years and I haven't had that big break and Jerry's like so keep going and he's like yeah but I got friends who are we work on Wall Street and they do this and then that and they have their kids and and then they're looking at me and Jerry's like what Wall Street kids he's like you ever heard that story he told a story he was like of this group like this these like band these jazz players that were like traveling mm-hmm. and they walked by this house and they peeked inside the house and it's like a Norman Rockwell scene with the mother and the father and the kids around the table and they had the perfect meal perfect lighting and Jerry like the jazz band players looking through the window and they were like ugh what's that yeah. you know and then I was like and then the guy's like okay he's like that's not for everybody yeah. that's not for you know like you let them have that that's yeah. what they want but if you want to do this you keep going and then it's funny because it was like a long about but I was like that hit me like yeah like because I used to have to fake it like I used to be like I want to be the jazz players, not like uh, like knocking yeah. anybody who wants that, but like I don't feel like that's for me. I like I don't want to do that. Like I I wouldn't mind at best visiting that. I don't want that to be every <laughs> night though. I can visit. Hey, let's mix it up. Let's look like we're it's a suburban middle class thing. Let's let's, let's you want to role play exactly. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. We'll have like the leave it to Beaver and the studio audience and oh mom. So it's just, you know, but that's exactly right. Oh, yeah. But thank you, everyone. Uh, Amazon. <laughs> Sorry to come to a quick halt. This has been amazing. Yeah. But I have another ball-busting session coming. We have to go. <laughs> we have to go. But thank you guys for listening to the first live after-hour session. And thank you, Amazon Amanda, because this was incredible. Thank so, you for having me. It was awesome. Take care. Peace. Thanks. Bye.